0: Um, and i went and did yeah. one of these like uplink ones i just stumbled upon it It wasn't part of a quest but i had like a data drive with me went yeah. and when i did like a push the data drive into the tower thing and turn it on and it's like super loud like really yeah. obvious i'm like oh my god shut up like what because i've been playing all solo as well so i'm just there like paranoid with my scarab <laughs> which i know you mentioned before but i think the scarab's absolutely awesome and yeah, i'm just there fun. like oh my god like everybody like, this thing's going woo, woo, oh, at the top and i'm like what on earth is going on
1: Welcome to Scav Talk, an Escape from Tarkov podcast where we continue to focus on developing the game, passionate analysis, dairy crafting, and general gameplay discussions. My name is Church, I'm one of your hosts today, and I'm a video editor for a Tarkov YouTuber named Airwing Marine.
0: And I'm GigaBeef, a Tarkov YouTuber helping players improve their gameplay knowledge and confidence in Escape from Tarkov. And um, Welcome back to the podcast. Um, today we are going to be going through some Tarkov news first, and then we're going to be talking about the... Um, you know the latest exciting new game within the streaming content creation and player world of uh, of the cycle but before we get too too distracted into that because i know me and church have both been having quite a, a good time with it um let's just let's just ignore that ignore how our week's <laughs> been going for the time being we're going to put a freeze on that like we're, okay. we're basically just going to have to really carefully manage our way around talking about it until until the time is is right so um, Tarkov news this week. I think where we ended up last time was the semi-auto change had occurred, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. it felt really bad. Like really mm. really really bad. And that was because when you were exceeding the um the the when the periodicity of your clicking exceeded the 450 RPM, that meant that your click would just be completely lost. Right. And so if you clicked just fast, if you clicked at like 460 RPM, yeah. Then you would effectively be clicking at like two thirty RPM because every other click would be right. lost and and not and not registered. So that has been changed because that felt really bad, right? It felt awful. It felt yeah. like the game wasn't responding to what you were doing. Now it's changed so that when you click, it fires when the next available shot is ready kind of thing. So you end up clicking at like the max fire rate, which is four fifty, rather yeah. than some like other rate in between, depending on like exactly how you're clicking. And that feels a lot better. Like I'm I'm not like um I'm not a serial semi-auto user. I th- that's the thing I said before uh-huh. I usually go full auto, but I had a try with it and it does feel okay, okay. now. You can't really tell. Um like you if you click really fast, because and this actually is interesting. This also happens if you put full auto weapons on semi as well. It also has the same capping. So if you have the M4 and you put it on full auto, I can click faster than, um, that I'm allowed to now. And you can tell the difference between, uh, between the full auto version and the semi-auto version. So anyway, but it, but it feels, it feels okay. I don't think it will really make much difference outside of, um, like super, super close up. Like, I don't know. I had to really try quite hard to like, feel like I was hitting the cap to be honest. And I really wasn't paying attention to aim at all. So, I think it's fine. I don't know. Did you play around with it or not? I mean, I, I had a go with it in the hideout and I had a, had a bit, of, bit of a play with it. Um,
1: I have not. So I have a question for you because my understanding mm. is that it queues up your clicks. Do you notice anything where like you stop clicking and then it continues firing? So I was interested in this and it, do, it queues up your click from,
0: from what I can tell. So obviously I haven't done extensive testing on this, but from what I can tell is it cues up your click for the next click so okay, if you that's smart so yes yeah. yeah, so you click and then you click again it's like oh well this is that click was too quick so we'll then fire when the next available shot is ready and then it stops if you like click like four times or something in that I think yeah it fires once and then stops so i think okay. it only fires once it, it didn't feel like clicks were continuing afterwards or it was like trying yeah. to carry on shooting when it wasn't or whatever because i did think that's too i was like huh that could be a, <laughs> a funny um consequence of the system that you uh-huh. put in but but that wasn't that wasn't the case as far as I could tell. It didn't seem to, okay. to be um, problematic in that way. So that was quite good, um, and it feels fine. I don't think I think everybody's just kind of going to forget about it now and go back to the way it was before. So basically, like people's issue previously was, other than just like it feeling completely crappy, which is actually quite an interesting thing on its own because it's like you can implement something in two almost identical ways, and one feels awful for the user, and the other feels like completely fine. Yeah. So it's like kind of weird. It's like the so much of the video games is about like feel. Um, yes not necessarily about like like balance scientifically sometimes it's just about like feeling like how how the game feels and that feels really really bad and now it feels okay yeah um and so yeah that's i can't remember where i was going with that but that that's like that is an interesting thing that i i do think sort of highlights sometimes the um the difficulties with a complicated game like eft that even though you implement something it like it feels it feels terrible um yeah until you make some some kind of tweaks to it uh, I think I was going to say something else, but if I remember, I'll I'll, I'll bring it back up. Um, the other things, I guess, that have kind of come out, there's, like, a couple of bits and pieces here and there that are sort of floating around, and some of them are quite new. There's the the Daily Quest teaser that was out, like, today, I think. Um,
1: it's actually and live.
0: I think Could it's you... now live, but there was, yeah, there was a patch. Um, nobody was playing the game. I've not been on before, so I've not uh-huh. seen it, but I think there was, there was two that were teased that... Was like what it was like an elimination one and like a fetch quest one type thing I think but no one knew the details yet so i haven't I haven't a chance to look at it yet but either which way i don't't don't, don't, don't really mind um you know daily quests test or whatever it is 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 uh-huh. here um and earlier than than I thought which is which is pretty good um we'll just have to see exactly what those tasks are but I think it's nice that they've brought in some extra extra things for people yeah um, and then there was a, another one which was the the TikTok that they put out, which was like a scav, right. just ranting about like an idea rig that he was building or something. Um, but I'm not entirely sure exactly what that was about. Uh, I, think that was, I think that was about it. Oh, and there was, there was one more thing, actually. There's there's a leak about about textiles. Not entirely sure exactly what the issue with this is. But Ragman is saying, and I think he's only telling people who've got level four Ragman. So I didn't see this. I saw it on Twitter. I saw oh, Bake Easy put it up first.
1: Interesting.
0: Because um, so, I'm not level 42 yet. So I did not see the Ragman uh, message. Yeah. And saying that, you know, inside information, whatever the textiles are coming up. And I have like a con- a scav junk box like full of Kodora because I was kinda keeping it because I knew it would be more expensive later it's cheap to craft. I was crafting it anyway because it's you know easy to do and I wanted to use it for my own things and so I've actually got like loads of it in there. Um are... I don't know. What
1: are... what i to say, say I
0: was
1: saying, are you metagaming BSG potentially nerfing the Kedora crafts or something? <laughs> prices will I, skyrocket and like i was rock. yes i was <laughs> i love that it i love it that was,
0: that was the plan that was the plan because you know that i think the Kadura craft is broken the four yeah. bags for the for the kodura is broken <laughs>
1: yeah
0: because when it wasn't in the game previously and i've said this before but when it wasn't in the game before it was genuinely like 60 to 70k right because the acpc barter is so good and yeah i was like right we'll just fill half a case with this stuff and see so what happens and if i you know i'll use it or i'll sell it anyway yeah if, i mean it, there's you know, no harm doesn't get really. removed yeah yeah, exactly. And I'm not using my junk box as much now, given that after you know, getting to flea market stuff, you don't really mm-hmm. need it as much. And I've got all the hideout stuff sorted really, so it's not as much of a problem. So yeah, I've got like a whole bunch of it saved <laughs> up. And I've actually got some and th- you know, I, this is also just to do the crafts. I've got some rip and stuff as well, which is kind of cool. So we'll see where the price goes for that. I don't know what outlet that's going to have in terms of pricing. Say, oh, the price is gonna go up, but like but why? Other than everybody just like driving the price up, I don't really know. Like, what are you going to, is this Ragman going to buy it for like 100k a piece? I don't know. Because like all the crafting components have gone up because everyone's going, oh, oh, oh textiles. But nothing's actually happened. Like, where's the scarcity actually appearing from? They didn't I mean... remove the Kajura barter either. So yeah. I'm not sure why it's going up, where it's going to be sold at this high price for. I don't really know. I feel like you need to almost remove the barters or something or remove some of the crafts or
1: that's what I was going to say. Maybe the crafts mm. take really long. Is the only thing I could, like, really long. Because
0: they did that last time, didn't they, with the water? Right. So maybe they were going to increase the crafts. I'm still just, like, spam creating Kajuras <laughs> for, like, you know, yeah. one every 40 minutes. So we'll see. Um, but, yeah, so there's, like, a, there's been a few sort of bits and bits and bobs that have been coming through in yeah. terms of changes and, and that kind of stuff. I think the everything's good. But, um, yeah, was there anything else, like, imminent that has that's happened that I've missed out?
1: The only other thing, there was a emissary podcast, like a five-year anniversary or something of the program. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, And I watched parts of it. I like skimmed through certain parts, but I was really excited to hear Tobias speak. And he's like the, mm. I think he's officially the community manager. And he's also like the person that's head over, like oversees all the each individual emissaries. I want to say if I'm getting that right. Um, so that's cool. I got to hear from him and a couple other emissaries I checked out, and yeah, that's cool. That's nice. That's
0: that's decent. There's um, I think there's a cast. I don't know whether it is just happened or whether it's on yes, now. Yes,
1: that's true. Which is
0: um, which is the other community one. But obviously, I haven't seen the takeaway from that yet. So I uh, don't know exactly what they're going to say in that. But I think there's like a whole bunch of streamers and Nikita. So that mm-hmm. could be something interesting, and it would be good to see kind of what they ask him. Um, I know that uh, Gingy was putting out on Twitter saying like, you know, anyone got any interesting questions and no, I'm not going to ask him the same stuff. Everyone always asks him. So don't even bother, answer, ask, you know, suggesting those, that. Do so... you think? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, hopefully they ask him some interesting stuff about um, maybe some of all the practicalities because right. uh, Jesse and Veritas is one was, was good about like philosophy and that kind of thing. And I right. if this one could be maybe more about the practicalities, because you know, it's, there's some big streamers on there and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, they'll have their own take. So, We'll have to see what what that is because i've not I've not seen any recap or anything of that as of yet, so we could talk about that next time, I think
1: yeah, I mean, I was tuning in a little bit and they were talking about the Nikita was sort of explaining the quest the the new daily quest and whatnot and and they were asking questions about it, and then I got hit with an ad I was like, really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really in the middle, I just gave up an ad, so I was just like, okay well, guess I'm done watching this and um, yep. yeah, we'll get the footnotes for next week for sure
0: indeed indeed so
1: it's about that time
0: it's about that time how how has your week been
1: um my week's been good so i've <laughs> been playing this crazy little game called the cycle frontier i don't know if you've heard about it i do not like uh,
0: oh, i don't i don't know like <laughs> i might have seen it a few places so yeah. like what literally like ever is it's quite funny actually because you know it's it's these games kind of spring up and lots of different people play them and something like new world has kind of appeared i guess like one thing that i would say is because tarkov's kind of in a in a lower cycle anyway you do Mm -hmm. often get like an an influx of people from eft streamers or whatever trying other stuff out because people are kind of in that zone like ready to like look at some other stuff um if it's kind of interesting and might make for good content but i think the funny thing about you know, new world is you end up with like a lot of people like the MMO guys are all in there as well and it's like a mixture of like Tarkovy people, other other players from other different games, and then yeah. MMO guys. You look at like the cycle streaming list and it's just the EFT list all in the top because <laughs> yeah. it's basically this, because <laughs> it's very similar. It's so funny, right? It's like I haven't seen it. it's like yeah. f- like one <laughs> one in every like few people. I'm just like oh they're from a different community. Oh this person's from a different community. Oh this person's a different community. But, right. like, it's like like right now it's like if you click into eft on twitch <laughs> and you're just like oh you know landmark streaming and pesterly and like deadly and then like it's just like the list just goes on it's like everyone but dude this game is is um is fun i've been playing it too so it's uh it's decent i mean it, it's a shame that they kind of cut off some of the um the beta keys yeah. so not everybody can get in now um but i don't know as soon as it kind of started going a little bit uh Popular. I was like, "Well, it's free. You may as well just download it. Like, even if I'm not going to play it, you know, we'll
1: yeah, just have
0: it ready and see kind of thing." Because um, I don't
1: know when you found out about it, but I found out. I think it was like Sunday night, and I didn't really. I think I saw Summit streaming it, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Eh." And then Monday, Landmark and Summit were streaming it, and then I watched a little bit more, and I was like, "Okay, let me go ahead and apply." You know, it's like it's you know, what's the harm? And then yeah. I got in the next day, and then. The following, I guess Tuesday later that day they're like, okay, we're gonna have to start limiting access, guys. And I was like, Wow, I just barely slid in there. Cause yeah. uh looking at the Steam Charts, um the peak is around seven thousand players. Now that's on now you gotta remember it. This game's also on the Epic launcher as well. The Epic Game Store launcher. Which yeah. I don't know i Maybe there's a site out there that has charts for it, but I think it's interesting because the, um, it is a closed beta, but they are sort of like driving hype for the game through mm-hmm. these content creators, which I, I like, but you know, it is frustrating that you can't play the game that looks so fun. You're just sitting there watching your favorite streamer farming keys and chat, you know, it's just like drops, please. But, um, it is, it is the state of the, um, culture or the what's the word the gaming industry that we're in um but they're doing the smart thing you know so it's like they're really just driving this hype up for it and as you said all the tarkov streamers are playing it. the salt pestily did a video deadly slob did a video um i want to say uh swamp fox tv did a video maybe jesse because i'm not too sure i don't know if you've seen any others
0: i'm not sure if he's he's done one yet um yeah quite a few people have have made a video Right. I have made a video that is going out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Um, and like, honestly, like I even opened the video with like, I did not expect to be making a video about this. Yeah. Because I genuinely didn't. Like I had something else lined up. Like I actually mm-hmm. have another video lined up that I was going to release and I actually moved it. And it was quite useful actually in some ways because it means that I've kind of given myself some some space and stuff because I had a bit more time this week as well. But I was like, I just felt inspired by it to, to do it because as, I mean, as we'll go into it's, very much worth it for Tarkov players to check out because it's a bit of a breath of fresh air. And there's some interesting concepts that I think, you know, even you can enjoy both games. You, you know, it's not like one game's better than the other game. They're they're different. Right. Enough, yes. But keeping enough of the same philosophy to keep the things that make Tarkov good in the first place, to make this one fun too. And, you know, it's the same kind of risk reward and the, the stress of losing your gear and whatever, like that's kind of the same in in some ways. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's like that thing of everybody's made a battle royale, and now this is kind of like the the time potentially of the extract game.
1: Potentially, you know, it's
0: like yeah. On showdown, Tarkov, you know the right. the um the new battlefield version. There's like a few people making this kind of thing, and this one seems to be really well executed, and could actually have potential depending on exactly what they do. I mean, there's there's one like very because we can we can delve into some of the um, some of the things about it because I do think there's some really nice like compare and contrasting to be done,
1: which mm-hmm. I talk
0: about a bit in my video, which is obviously a bit more compacted than than um, you know this format yeah, but one thing that I really do think that they have going for them in general is because it's like a science fiction land with made up weapons and right. whatever and like shields and stuff it's a bit like apex, right you can yes. do what you like you're not. Hamstrung by like some sort of realism tendencies, you know things kind of need to be intuitive, right? You'd still like things to be intuitive, but like Tarkov and BSG are always struggling with this kind of, you know, do we want it to be realistic? Do we want it to be a good game? Like, how do we match these two things? It's quite difficult to do, and they tread that line, and sometimes they get it right, and sometimes they don't. And there's things that are more gamey, and some things that are more realistic, and people are always battling about it, and immersion versus realism versus blah 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 blah. you like you you completely skip all of that because like none of it makes sense anyway because you're on some alien planet so it doesn't even matter which is actually kind of an advantage in some sense because it's you can make it a more pure game i think that's that's the thing you'll never make the tarkov experience in another game because the tarkov experience is about having fully realistic bullets like it could be happening right now you know it's it's like modern day like today it's like 2021 um you know, with with all the you know all the modding system that no one else is ever going to do like that. Um, whereas this game is just like, fine, we'll take the concept and the principles, but people aren't necessarily always just going to keep wanting to play Battle Royale. So we'll take the Tarkov um, sort of the Tarkov philosophy, and we'll take that into a more sort of arcade format. And so that's that's my opinion as to why it's actually really good as kind of like a you know the the shell and the wrapper of the game to to start with before we sort of delve into the game itself. Um, yeah
1: no i i that was one of my first thoughts immediately too was like wow because some of the you know differences between the games i was sort of picking up on and i was like man they really have much more freedom with having the sci-fi spin on it you know i mean there's there's so many routes like they could do like a fantasy a medieval like there's so many different i don't know what you call it but settings you could put it in um but i personally really like like sci-fi in general so and it just it kind of like you said it opens up that door um the one thing i was thinking about when you're talking about tarkov struggling with like this realism and, and immersion and simulation is i sometimes i think that tarkov would be so great on like a different interface like vr or something because they try to combat this by things like and i'll be brief um your armor changes your mouse sensitivity. It has like a a, uh, a yeah. multiplier. And if you're a, a really sweat Lord, you know, you could just bring up, bring up some conversion table and change it and have it be one-to-one, like nothing, change, you know? So it's like, but if they had it in like a, you know, your human body VR space, it'd be much harder to, uh, you know, to do that. But um, yeah, so I guess for the uninitiated, The meme is currently Space Tarkov. That's the meme right now. (laughs) But what, why do we see the Tarkov community sort of like checking out this game and saying it has potential? Like what is, what's going on here? Because I don't think it's Space Tarkov. I think it's like the core, almost like gameplay loop of Tarkov, condensed down, boiled down, refined in a different game.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. I think, I think that's right, because the games are quite different in some sense, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what, what I sort of was wanting, trying to allude to before was saying that like they've taken like the philosophy from EFT right. of, like that, of that game. I think the game probably is a better way to describe it, because it's like you have, so you, you start, you appear, you're in the space station, you have mm-hmm. some stuff in your stash you then take that stuff into raid to try to loot and find other stuff and bring it back, right? It's like very similar to Tarkov in in that way. And it's PvEVP. PvPVE? PvPVE. The way that people... Yeah, okay. I don't know why I put the E in the middle there. That was kind of weird. So in the same way, you know, you take the scavs and you turn the scavs into kind of alien wildlife. And then you're still fighting against other players. So that's kind of the same. And when the... Uh, you go against like some harder harder enemies, which I I kind of like in my head. I sort of make the association between the really hard like you know creatures in in the cycle to the bosses in Tarkov, right. and, like super right. difficult. And it's obviously very different because you're fighting against all people, and so the difficulty ramps up in terms of you know insta headshot aimbot style versus like getting airburst grenaded against like <laughs> something with loads of health that's going to like charge you down but doesn't have a gun. You know, there's like yeah, they're, they're different, they're different, different things, right. but but it's the same like. The enemies are harder and the harder enemies give you the higher tier stuff. Like there's kind of the the broad philosophy. So that's kind of the same. And then you have like you have a hideout with modules which Mm -hmm. give you some income um, as well. It's kind of like having a Bitcoin farm, but like a really watered down version, like right from the beginning yeah um, it's very slow so that's kind of like mobile gamey which the the hideout is also quite mobile gamey you know you right. have to check back in and it's like it's a mechanic to get people to log in every day and that kind of thing which i you know i that's that's fine yeah um you, know, you reward people and and also people kind of want to check in it's like a good marketing thing so i kind of don't blame anybody for, for putting that in the game and then um i mean what else is like you got you know, you're, traders
1: you're, in the hub
0: exactly so you've got your three you three factions, which have mm-hmm. which all have quests, and they have a reputation, and the higher reputation that you get with them, you can get higher tier weapons. So all that's all right. very similar, and that's probably like that's probably where the similarities. Like, and that's the thing: the philosophy of of this kind of finishes. There's there's crafting as well, which you have to go mm-hmm. get stuff from the ground to do. But that, I think that's kind of like broadly in terms of the gameplay. That's kind of where the loop sort of finishes, because after that, it's like okay, well here's Here's the 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 base of the game, and then everything else can kind of different. there's deviations and different things around it as to why they they play out quite quite differently. Um, I mean, there's there's one really key thing about um, crafting and looting, which I'll, I mean, I, we can go into it right now. Actually, I think probably the biggest thing about the game is that there is no fleet, and people should be very interested to watch like how this works, how the gameplay works, because. Some content creators, me included, have been talking about hardcore for ages. Test it. See what it's like. Try it. Like put mm-hmm. it in ETS, whatever, right? Just see how the, see how that will play out. And this is kind of like a light way of seeing how that would feel because there is no flea. There's not really right. a player trading. I think you can trade with players, but like there's no, you know, there's no like online you know, auctions or anything like that. It's way too early for that, so nothing's developed for it yet. So other than just like chatting with people, saying do you have this, do you have this? Yeah, we can trade it in in game. Then there's not really, you know, there's not really any of that yet. So you have to go and find everything to upgrade it, to craft weapons and stuff, to mm-hmm. put things in your modules, to hand things in for, for trader quests, that kind of thing. You have to go and find everything, and so that's like Tarkov, hardcore. Right, it's the same thing with no flea, you're you have to go and find literally everything and you can't just trade you can't trade anything for anything else outside of the game mechanics right you have you, know, you right. can have as many of you know these optic glasses as you like but because you don't have like the flesh of a particular critter you can't exactly. do anything really right in tarkov you could do that conversion except for the finding raid stuff which is for quest needs to be finding raid but if you're doing mm-hmm. gun modding or buying weapons or whatever you know you can put, trade in a huge pile of one thing for a, for i don't know anything else depending on how, how valuable that item is so that's like the the critical difference with like the economy i suppose because it right. kind of isn't one really there isn't yeah no. um, and and that changes the game in a in quite a significant way because yes i was you also like when you go in you're looking at your money count and you're saying, okay, well, I've got this money, I can buy stuff. But the thing is, like, money doesn't even really matter in this game. Especially yeah. after the first bit. Because, like, most of the guns you buy at the beginning, they're not that expensive. But the good stuff right. and the good attachments, or whatever, like, you have to make anyway. And you have to craft and it's... I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you to get the good attachments and the good... Especially good armor, you have to go into raid and find the things yeah. to make the good armor. So... And the insurance system doesn't give you items back either. It only gives you cash back. Yeah. But if you're running high tier stuff, it doesn't matter because then you can't go and take that cash and buy the, the high tier stuff anyway. So you've kind of like broken this game loop of like Chad's being able to buy everything, which was everyone's issue with Tarkov in the first place. So I think it's fascinating for Tarkov players to watch what happens and see how the game plays. Is it fun? Does it continue to be interesting, engaging? Do people want to continue going to find the stuff to get the top tier stuff? Like, is it actually engaging in the long run? I'm not sure. And this is why it's going to be really interesting, because we haven't done that test properly in Tarkov in the current game stuff. So I know we used to not have the flea, but the game was completely different back then and had nowhere there as much stuff. Didn't so, have to hide
1: out back then either.
0: Exactly. So so it was quite different. And I'm very interested to see how that feels in kind of the medium term, once people have kind of done all the, the sort of basic quests and and um you know, played it a bit and it's like you know is that enough extra spice to make people just want to play the game for the game's sake rather than having to have things to do in inverted commas which is what kind of plagues EFT a little bit
1: yeah so a couple of things there um backing up just a little bit it does have you know an inventory looting system just like tarkov but extremely simplified and um there's also safe pockets aka secure container yes good and point um yeah so and th- then the comments on the no flea market i did see that the devs posted in their discord that they're not going to add flea market um there will be no trading hub or whatever Um, which i thought was interesting because it is it, it is very that that implicates a lot of things because that is sort of like an mmo element and they have, like, the station where, you know, you could, like, potentially interact with other people. Like, it feels very alive, and there's, like, traders, and you see other players walking around buying stuff. Like, it kind of has that vibe. Um, but as you were saying, you know, it is going to be interesting to see how it plays out. One of the things that's sort of, like, on my radar is, I don't know if you noticed this, but going from, like, the basic gear, like, the basic guns... To like the very first trader gun you unlocked because that's the thing, right? So cash you can buy, essentially um, ammo, arm, uh, basic weapons and armor, and basic meds, grenades, like very basic stuff, right? Yeah. But to get any upgrading gear in terms of armor, helmets, and backpacks, you have to craft, and also attachments like the 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 god tier attachments are craftable only. Whereas the guns you unlock via the traders as you also do quests for them or sell stuff to them. So if you sell things, you get credits that goes to the trader, like reputation essentially, and then you unlock the next trader level. Some trader level levels you unlock a new gun or med or whatever. Some you don't really unlock anything. Or rather, I think you unlock more quests that can populate in your um yeah. your different quests because you have like... Oh now I'm just breaking down the game. But yeah, as you like, I think level six, you unlocked two options for two two quests. So you could do the easy quest or the hard quest. Um and then the next tier you unlock at like level 10 or something or twelve, I don't know. But um circling back to the flea market thing, it's gonna be interesting because one of my fears is like Yes, money can't buy you the best gear, um, but if you're the guy that's grinding day one. like purple tier gear are you unkillable because if the other people if like the average is only at green tier gear i don't know how green tier competes with like purple tier and that's sort of my worry is that you might have a situation where it's going to feel really bad for people that can't commit as much time or maybe just are unlucky whatever the case may be um I'm not sure how if they have sufficient tools to um sort of deal with it. Now I did I did some experimenting and I'm still not sure because I just don't know how it stacks up, right? But um there's this gun, it's called the Bulldog, I want to say. It's like a pistol, but it's a it's a shotgun. Re- pistol, yeah, it's yeah, basically the
0: Tars, yeah. right? Has it got like two
1: barrels? Like- yeah, yeah. It it reminds shot. me of the uh, Yoka pistol from Russ. It's just like this awful shotgun pistol, but its stats look pretty good, like sixty-five damage. Yeah, it's super inaccurate. Yeah, yeah, be point blank, but it, I managed to kill someone with it. So maybe, I mean, they didn't have god tier gear, but it did seem viable. And it's like interesting because you could sort of like build out these level one traitor weapons like you got the the scarab which is like the burst fire pistol right it's kind of like a a decent mid-range it's actually pretty good from what i can tell then you got the the scraper i think it's called and it's like a very high rate of fire high damage but like inaccurate close range smg but i mean that thing shreds like it it deletes people i've been really surprised and then as as i said you got that that little shotgun pistol which you know i'm not sure how good it is but if those are the tools, and they're like they're not like god tier, like you know, ignores the high level stuff. They're very situationally good, you know, kind of like the KS twenty three and, and Tarkov or like flesh ammo. Then I can kind of see how it maybe could work because you would have to play around the fact that you don't have the best tier. Like you could still, the odds are still stacked against you, but you still have something that's like you're not just shooting paper mache's at them, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one because you can imagine a situation. So, there's a few things, right? It's like you can imagine a situation where you end up with like the tank style meta because mm-hmm. you don't have. Well, I'm going to, uh, I'm asserting something here that I don't actually know, but like I imagine that you won't have the same kind of like variability on like rounds and pen that you do in EFT. I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. snipers to pistols, that's fine. But, you know, you won't, it won't be like, oh, you can bring like the moats in, which is, you know, terrible but it's the only thing that kills people and also because this game is kind of like a higher time to kill game anyway you know it's very difficult to be lower time to kill than eft you know one shot to the head pretty much kills anybody unless they're wearing an alt in sort of right. no matter what um whereas this is not like ridiculous like, I, f- I found apex legends like frankly insane when i played it a bit
1: as far as um, like, and like when i played like, yeah and when yeah.
0: I, yeah i mean it's just it was like ludicrous and i don't really like the high time to kill games as much i think it it's funny because like I do actually think that high time to kill games reward like um accuracy more. Um, but low time yeah. to kill games reward kind of like who sees who first and positioning and that kind of thing. Because there's lots of situations in Apex where if the other person's a better shot, because you have to spend so long shooting them, it ends up just becoming like a crosshair placement competition. And yeah. if you're not that great a shot, you can sneak up on somebody and they can still just easily kill you because they're just way better at like targeting it like point blank or, or whatever, right? um and so it seems to be like i don't know it wasn't so far it's not been ridiculous one thing that i think does matter and i just don't think we know the answer to this yet is like like in eft you know if you take everything to its logical conclusion the top tier rounds just go through everything so what's what's the case in in this game you know if you're wearing the, the best armor and you're wearing and you're using the best weapons is that like if you were going to compare it back to like the basic weapons say So two unarmed guys Mm -hmm. in in EFT will take like two shots of the Thorax or three, depending on the ammo, or like, you know, a couple of shots if if there's like arms and stomach in the way or whatever. If you took that to um to the cycle and said, like, well, you know, the basic guns do kill people, like yeah, it's just maybe like five shots or something if they're not wearing armor or or something like that, five or six shots. And maybe like seven if with armor. If you took that to then the end game, like, is that about the same? Is it less? Is it way more? Like, I don't, know, I don't about know really where that ends up scaling, and that kind of depends upon, like, right. yeah, the scaling of the armor and, and the and the weapons themselves. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes, because if it scales in the favor of armor, then, yeah, you'll end up with this, like, tank situation where people can, they can buy this stuff, and they're, like, kind of unkillable, so it doesn't really matter if it's super expensive, because they'll just never die. Or whether it's, like, sometimes people complain about EFT, well, armor doesn't really matter, because so many bullets go through it, and blah, blah, blah. Like, is it still just, like, a small advantage, but... um but not enough to actually make it worth worth wearing, or I don't know. Like I think they're going to have to tweak that quite carefully because of the way that the game plays.
1: I will say though that playing the game, it does feel more survivally than Lutus shooter because I almost feel like fights, generally speaking, just aren't really worth it. Because mm-hmm. let's let's assume that the tank style exists, okay, and the guy with like all the purple legendary gear just unkillable and you can kill anything then you're sort of like incentivized to work your way up to become that legendary guy you know what i mean like what's what's in it for the legendary guy for going around killing you know common gear items i mean sure it's fun to shoot you know space cowboys or whatever <laughs> pioneers but i mean if the you know what i mean it's like i guess you could look through their backpack and see what they had but it's just i don't know so it is it is it is interesting because it is that sort of how they built it was like okay you want to get the legendary year you can't just loot anything and sell it you have to find these specific things and oftentimes i'm noticing that like they're tied to the mobs and like for example yeah. i think the purple armor is tied to like this one boss i haven't or like alien i haven't seen yet which i'm assuming he's on the harder map um and like, yeah, you got to get like the rare drop from him, you know what I mean? So it's like you would have to fight potentially maybe five, ten, ten of him, and and already knowing from how many bullets Jeff can soak up, I don't know if you found people calling him Jeff, but that's like the new seen name. That. I, yeah, seen I that. love I'm it.
0: I'm not sure what's the name of the creature. What's the actual name of it? Can you? Is it like a got, or something? I don't. I, I can't remember.
1: Chomper. I got spit Spitty Boy, and I got Jeff. That's the names. <laughs>
0: I do love the Jeff meme. Everyone's just calling him Jeff yeah. for some reason. But yeah, no, it's it's interesting how like that stuff is linked to, yeah, as you say, the mobs. It would be like having, I don't know, a certain attachment only spawn in on, on a boss. But I think this is why, yeah, this is why that you can kind of have a bit more scope in some ways to do this kind of thing. So, okay, so this was like the coolest moment so far. Mm-hmm. Happened to me yesterday. And I had seen somewhere that you can like mine, like the meteors. If, like, yes, the I saw so, that too. I saw that somewhere, and I think it was like it's even listed in like a tooltip. I think. Yeah. And yesterday there was like this huge meteor storm, like in the middle of the map, and like kind of where near where I was, and I was like dancing. I've got this like awesome set of like clips from me, just like dodging out the way of all these like <laughs> meteors coming in. <laughs> And then me and this other guy, because there's VoIP in the game too, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And I didn't realize, and somebody was chatting at me, and I rebound my key, like, on the fly, because I didn't know where it was. And then I was t- speaking to this other dude, and we, like, split up. This, people were quite, actually quite friendly in this one random map. I don't know why. It ended up in a group of, like, four people. And two of us <laughs> went one way, and two of us went the other. And this, like, meteor storm happened. And me and the guy are just, like, digging these asteroid things. Yeah. And um, took, like, one of the big, like, cores back to the base. And I was like, oh, dude, this is, like, this goes in, like, you know, some of the really high tier stuff. Um, but the fact that it comes in like an event kind of thing, it's like super cool that you can't just get that stuff. Like you have to be like looking for the meteor, like shower to come in and like run towards it's almost like the drops in PUBG, you know, with the smoke. It's kind of like that. So I was like, this is completely uncontested, but I'm certain that this is because it's very early, no one knows what it does, nobody's really thinking about it. Like in the future, that's gonna be like everyone is gonna be all over it because it's you know the, the high value stuff. Um and I think like some of the things that they've got on the maps, like. The Tarkov guys have started doing this, you know, like the power in interchange, reserve, the alarm, you know, various buttons, mm-hmm. like change, you know, stuff changing things on the maps. But I think these kind of dynamic events are actually really, really neat. They make the game feel so much more alive. Um and I went and yeah. did one of these like uplink ones. I just stumbled upon it. It wasn't part of a quest, but I had like a data drive with me and went yeah. and did like a yeah push the data drive into the tower thing and turn it on. And it's like super loud, like really yeah. obvious. I'm like, oh my God, shut up. Like what? Cause I've been playing all solo as well. So I'm just there like paranoid with my <laughs> Scarab, which I know you mentioned before, but I think the scarab's absolutely awesome. And yeah, I'm just there cool. like, oh my God, like everybody, like this thing's going boo, boo, oh, at the top. And I'm like, what on earth is going on? Like take my little thing out and just like run for my life before somebody turns up. Um, but it's like it's super cool that kind of stuff like on the map i think it's great and yeah there's there's parallels there for me between the two and like things like the train and whatever i think reserve is a great example of that because yeah, there's so reserve, much going on, on reserve sure. um but that kind of is how yeah you ha you add like dynamism to the map you know random things happen it makes people do different stuff it's like adds a, a fun element that isn't just kind of like oh the boss might spawn you know every one in three raids or something it's yeah. a bit more kind of like you can play a normal raid because I think that's the issue with um, some of the EOT-like quests and some of the motivations to play. It's like, you know, if you're hunting with it's kind of annoying if he's not there. Whereas you can be playing... I mean, maybe, maybe this is going to be the same, right? Uh, it's just so early early days, you know. Oh, you're going, well, I really need a Meteor Shower to get this thing. And then, like, it doesn't happen, and you go in again, and it doesn't happen, you go in again. And like, oh. So maybe there could be a similar a similar problem there, kind of in the long term, when we get more serious about collecting certain things.
1: Well, see, this is the thing. So the the rumor is, I don't know if it's true, but I'm i'll just take it for what it is apparently these i don't know what they call them but raids right these the game mode lasts for six hours Mm, apparently so and that's really interesting because i was when you first play you you know you hit deploy okay i guess i'll go use the bathroom it's like well wait wait a minute what's happening i'm loading in like oh snap you just get in battle position you know and it's like what and it just kept happening i was like loading in instantly i'm like and it started to think about, like, how are they doing this? Like, there's no way there's this many people playing this game. And um, yeah, after some digging, it's like, God, they did such a really smart move because that was, like, such a pain. It's like, you blow into a raid, some guy kills you, you know, five seconds from running, and you're like, oh, I, not only did I lose all that gear, I have to go kit up again. At the wait in the loading menu, like it's just like it's just like adding to the wound, man, digging in that wound. So now you just got like boom, you can just load right in, and it's so cool because, like you were saying with the meteors, they have these other things too with the storms, right? Have you have you seen the storms?
0: Only a bit, but I didn't. It wasn't like the proper one. I think it was kind of getting towards that, but I I left. I didn't actually end up yeah. in like a crazy storm.
1: So that that happened to me, right? And I was like, okay, I guess the the raid's closing. Like this is how they like stop the raid. So I got in the ship and left. And then another time it happened, and I was like, oh, crap, I'm not going to make it. So I tried running. And then it got really dark and really stormy. And then all of a sudden around my character, there was like these like electricity red things forming. And then lightning just like strikes the ground. I take damage. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to run and get inside a building. So I get inside of a building. I'm sitting there for like 10 minutes. And the audio, I don't know if it's bugged or what, but it's just like so loud. The rain is just like, you know. It's just so, it's like raining <laughs> hell. It sounds like it's raining hell. It's so loud. And it's just lightning like crazy. And I was like, wow, this is really cool because it's like forcing, like, either you're going to stay outside and die, you know what I mean? You, or forcing you to evac, forcing you to go inside. And I wonder what's going on behind the scenes because to me, it would seem like if you're going to force everyone inside and there's not like these underground tunnels that connects everything to like the other side of the map, everyone's sort of like, Localizing their own little building, are they like repopulating AI spawning, you know, loot or something? I'm re- I'd be really curious to know if there was anything going on behind the curtains because you got to think how intensive this has to be with like a six hour long raid and people just constantly coming and leaving. You know, I mean, yeah, it's it's what interesting. Happened to you? What happened to you in the building? So after the storm, you basically sit there and lightning will strike in your area. So like it hit the top of the building. And then it passes, and then it says evac is now available. Because it'll say, like, evac's currently closed. It gives you, like, a five-minute warning, and it gives you a one-minute warning, and it's like, bro, you better be inside or that lightning's coming to get your ass. So, and then once it's over, it's really, it's really cool. I, my only gripe so far is that it feels like I would rather it happen more frequently, but less, last, um, less. Mm. um because it just felt like it lasts like it's probably 10 minutes but it feels like an eternity because you just you it's like you i don't know maybe once you like master it maybe you could like sprint around and like navigate the map like it's no big deal that lightning strike trying to kill you but from what it seems like it's you know it's meant to force people inside of buildings for whatever reason um which i think is cool i would yeah it's interesting it's interesting but um talking about that dynamic system some more i like you had the same experience with the data drives i thought that was so cool so smart man like i really want to really want to give them like a thumbs up because that was just like wow this is like obviously as you upgrade it this means it's more rare so it has more value you know what i mean so i was like okay i'm i'm starting to put put the pieces together like why is this Mm -hmm. thing doing this and it's cool because like you said it could draw players there and it's like a risk reward like it's dynamic it 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 gives players choices like, oh, I hear, I need to go find five Strider Flesh, but I also hear this thing spinning up and this guy, you know, and it changes colors too. So if I see it like purple or like gold, I'm like, oh my God, that's a gold data drive. I can go over there and yoink it from that guy. You know what I mean? It gives you that choice, man. It's really nice. And yeah. it's, it's great, man. It's great. I'm I'm loving some of the, it's like they took, um, that core loop of that gameplay loop from Tarkov and then they took other elements from other games and it's like okay what what's what's really like what worked some of the things that we really liked about this game um one of the things I noticed was like the the meds or the consumables like you hold e and you have like this weapon wheel um or rather this you know utility wheel and you can move around select different things and that's like an apex and I think that's like a sort of a way for, like... I imagine this... I anticipate this game's going to come out on console. That's sort of my assumption, because it... Kind of the UI looks very console-friendly. Like, you got two buttons, and then you got your, you know, primary and secondary weapon. Like, I can see it being mapped out, because the 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 wheel as well kind of fits into that in my mind. Um, But yeah, it's great, man. I like it. The weight system, too. I think it feels right. I like how, you know... (laughs) it's like it's it's simplified but it's like it's interesting um because you assume like you go loot this item it's like wow this thing's common and it weighs 10 pounds like this can't be worth much but you need it for certain stuff you know so it's like yeah it's common it doesn't sell for a lot but it's like really good for this um attachment craft that's you know legendary or purple, or whatever. Yeah, we're um, still
0: quite early stage. So it's like yeah. we still need the basic stuff, even if you might find like you can't just go and loot all the high value stuff because it's just like well you need these basic things to upgrade your hideout and to to do the you know,
1: hand into the, the traders. That's the other thing too. Was like I was like okay, so they they put it in the secure container, huh? <laughs> they actually did it. Let's test <laughs> this thing, and it's cool because and Tarkov you have, like, these really unfortunate, realistic situations where it's, like, athletics is the rare, valuable thing. It also is a one slot, because this, this game doesn't use slots. It just operates on weight, as far as I could tell. Like, you could have, you you have three pouch slots, but you can put in, like, credits in there, and it'll expand to four, because they don't weigh anything. And I would assume that you could just split stacks of stuff like ammo until it infinitely expands but um yeah it was like so the container is limited by weight so that really changes because right off the rip you only have five you can only carry five in your pockets sorry i keep saying container tarkov but you like you can only yeah. carry five in your pockets so like half the common items are like these big sheet metal steel alloy things like you can't put that oh, in there man yeah. yeah you have to like you end up some of the stuff I was like, okay, well, I could go find these flowers in the jungle. That's you know rare, and but and they weigh like one, you know, just one. But they're so rare to find, and the jungle is a high tier area, so there's way more mobs. The other thing is like the common mobs, the, the striders, I think they're called, the little chompy boys. They are fast, man. Like I can't outrun them, dude. I'm a hatchet runner, and you try to you try to hit them with your sword, and your it takes away stamina. So, yeah. and then if you try to f- hit him again, when you have no stamina, the animation's all slow and off. So you messed up your timing and then, yeah, I died a couple of times as a hatchet runner. But <laughs> I really try to, like, see, okay, is there, like, any loose cracks here, you know? But I think it's, I mean, I could see, like, that was my first upgrade. I'm all over the place. Sorry, Giga. My first upgrade was the safe pockets because I'm like, yeah, that's the that's the big value there. So I got that from five to ten but you can't go past that because you have to upgrade other parts of the hideout and then you also have to upgrade the I keep calling the hideout but the, your quarters the the it's like it's a it's kind of weird cuz you have to meet a certain requirement like you got to have level 1 and everything and then to go into level 2 of each individual station like your bitcoin farm or credits generator and workbench and whatnot you have to upgrade the quarters itself with like its own requirements. Yeah. So it's yeah, kind of nice.
0: I haven't actually done that yet.
1: Me neither. I need freaking copper wires. Mm-hmm. If you know where to get copper wires, please tell me because I need <laughs> them so bad, man. I need pockets level three asap. Dude. <laughs> no, I did. I did think it was
0: super interesting that the the secure container in this game is so small. Actually, like you can hardly fit yes. anything in there. It's like for you know one rare value item that. You might need to complete like a task or something in your head that exactly. you really, really want to save. Um, But otherwise, it's not like you're going to be keeping, I don't know, it's like ammo is quite heavy. And there's like, um, yeah, as you said, there's a lot of like basic items that are also super heavy. And so it doesn't really, it doesn't really impact it too, too badly. It's kind of like is an anti-frustration mechanic rather than just like an outright profit mechanic. Yeah. Which makes it play better. Um, it's, just, it's so interesting, right? And this is exactly the thing that I was saying before that, yeah, you can have mobs standing guard over the areas and defeat hatchet runners because they're really fast because they're aliens and say so they don't need to be humans with guns they don't need to be realistic they don't need to you know not have like super senses or whatever because no one's going to complain about that stuff because they're not humans they're they're aliens so it's mm-hmm. so it's fine um like wheeling just all the way back to what you said at the beginning like i noticed very very early on about the whole um the speed into raid thing it was yeah. so glorious when i first did that and was just like this is insane but like it's such a smart idea and i actually it's its funny that this game came out like right now because i think i've mentioned like the last couple of weeks about a daisy style system where players move go into raid they leave raid the maps are open and loot respawns right in tarkov this is the same this is exactly yeah. what i was talking about that is the system in this game yeah and it plays out really well because you don't need yeah. like tons of crazy matchmaking. You don't need to start a server for every time that anybody wants to join and it doesn't need to be full or not or whatever. Like, you know, it's it's much more if you want to play, it just slots you in, you know. And I, I think I don't see why that wouldn't work in EFT, honestly. And it would fix a lot of the like the you know, all the loot's all gone by the end of the map, but at the beginning it's all there and all that kind of stuff, right? And it's like Daisy doesn't have that issue either because Daisy is like when you log in, like there is no matchmaking, you just log into the world, and so. Wherever you were last, you just reappear, and yeah, it's all kind of like server-based and stuff. But you know, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different, but the same kind of philosophy. And the loot respawns, but you don't know exactly when. And and that sort of, it doesn't harm the game in that way, right? It's no less realistic having loot respawning at unknown times mm. than it is having it literally all appear at the beginning and then everyone runs right. in and then it's all gone. You know, yeah. I don't think there's any, there's, there's no like, I don't think it's any better <laughs> doing it the Tarkov way. So it's it's fascinating because, yeah, the zero loading times is like amazing. Like I, I timed my one and it's like it's literally from the moment you press the button in the thing in the space station, like 25 seconds later, you're landing on the planet. Yeah. Like it's outrageous. It's outrageous yeah. how good that feels. Like I, I made an analogy because I do mention it in my um, in my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I made an analogy to like, you know, I've been playing for years, been playing Tarkov now for years. Before that, I was playing PUBG for years. Before that, I was playing Dota 2 for years. Like I'm conditioned <laughs> to sit there in the menu for like 10 minutes. Yeah. So to be suddenly affronted with this game, where it's just like, if you press that button, you're gonna be playing in twenty seconds. You better be ready. <laughs> it's like quite a, you know, it's quite, it's quite an unusual. Um,
1: it's pretty cool, but yeah, dude, it's 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 wild. It's wild. It really is yeah. wild. What
0: else? What have you done in terms of like? traders and, like weapons so far because i've not really done a great deal just because like it does take a while to like level up the traders and stuff and like go in because you can't actually carry that much um yeah and that was actually something else i wanted to touch on about this weight system too about the backpacks because i think it's like i think it's based on like how full your back is rather than like i think so necessarily.
1: too yeah
0: um like how yeah so when your bag gets like close to full you you like slow down and, and that kind of thing but it's intriguing because yeah it takes a while because when you're using the basic bag you're really quite limited on the amount of stuff that you can take with you. And so, especially things that weigh like, you know, your your basic bag of things is what, 250 or 150? See the 150, 150 or 250. I think it's 150. And some of the stuff is like 10. And as you yeah. said, it's like metal sheeting and stuff. And it's like 10. And you're like, okay, well, I can take, you know, <laughs> not a lot of stuff. And But you've got to take your gun in anyway and some ammo and whatever. And all that's heavy and some stims and that's heavy. And so you're like, yeah. you're probably at 30 or 40 to begin with. And so you're like, well, I can only take like 10 items, really. Um, of the heavy stuff, anyway. Um, so it's it's interesting. We'll we'll see, but yeah, I, I have a feeling, and I haven't really tested this thoroughly, but I think that the weight system is based upon the, the bag size that you have. And so the I bigger think bag so. You have, the closer you get to full, the slower you get. Um, I guess we should talk a bit about about movement. Um, yeah, because yeah, some people have criticized the slow walking. I saw somebody actually in chats was saying about this before, saying that um, something that hit them was the super slow walk speed and i saw like a couple of other people like on twitter
1: were, were mentioning it as well i like it i was going to say it feels intentional you know what i mean like it feels like it yeah i mean I'm, i don't know i i'm kind of with you as well i don't mind it like i could see why you would be frustrated cuz you're you're full and so you're moving really slow and you're like just you know well i just walk normally until my stamina is up and then i sprint again I mean, like in some cases, let's say you spawned and this is actually probably what's what's an issue is that you spawn on one side of the map. Like, let's say a one and your extracts like, you know, E10 or whatever, G10. And it's like you got to go to the opposite side of the map. So you, you're you like, OK, well, I'll, I'll loot my way there. You go to my first building. Bam, you're full. you got 10 metal alloy sheets in there. You're already full, baby. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I can kind of see that in that case. I can kind of see that. But I, I'm kinda with you, man. I I feel like it's it's okay. I mean I think they said they might try to tweak it a bit, but I don't know. I think it's yeah, okay. I
0: think so. Cause some people are talking about like the overall speed of walking, which and, and the thing for me, I actually don't mind because the run is quite quick. Yeah. So your your sprinting is pretty fast. And so for me it's like as you said, it's quite in, I think it's intentional because I think it's so. like, well, you can walk, but it doesn't cost stamina, and you have to like ma- you have to like manage your stamina. It's a bit like you know, it's a bit like in Togo, right? You have to manage your stamina. Yeah. You can't just like be out all the time because if somebody suddenly jumps upon you, then you die because you can't run and you can't yes. move and it's very yeah. very slow. And so I feel like it makes you play a bit more tactically. And like it, I feel like when I'm playing, and I mean it's still early early days, so we'll just have to see how it goes, but. I find myself doing the same things in EFT of like going, okay, well, where, where's next? Where's the next cover? I like sprint to the cover and then I like mm-hmm. re- yeah. recover around the cover and then sprint to the next cover and then I like recover, stand around the cover, you know, that kind of thing. It's like the same as what I do in EFT from like point to point to point. And it feels tactical and it feels like, as you say, deliberate in terms of that speed. And I think the, the differentiation between the walk speed and the run speed is, is neat. The stray speed is a bit slow. I will admit. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. it is quite, it is quite slow. And I think like when you're, I think it's okay when you're ADS, but when you're not ADS, I think the sprint, the, the strafing speed should be a bit, bit quicker. Um, you can like run forwards and strafe at the same time. And that's like the same speed as a run. And then, so that felt okay. Like once I did that, I just kind of stopped strafing and just was always doing like run strafes, which is a bit, a bit better. But I thought it was all right. Like I, I don't really want to play like Quake in this game. Or, yeah. like, or, or Apex, because right. like, Apex exactly. is also super fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the, and we've talked about this previously, like the slower you make the game, the more cover matters because what matters not really is like what matters is not the position and the distance of the cover, but the effective distance, which is also based upon your speed. You know, if you're, if you've got an incredibly slow character, even moving from one rock to another rock is dangerous. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're playing Apex legends where you can just basically like power slide from one rock to another, then those rocks are for all intents and purposes closer together in terms of time, because you can get from one to the other very quickly. Yeah. So I kind of don't mind because it does keep some of that element of like the EFT feel of like playing like tactical and you know watching watching you back and it's like it's 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 survivally I don't mind. I I think it's fine that's, to play into that survival type mentality.
1: Yeah, that's how I felt about the game it felt more on the survival side than it did on like the shoot 'em up side, you know. Um and I think you know it's great you brought Apex Legends because I feel like it kind of has some of that like I've seen some people look at it and say, "Oh, this looks like Apex Legends," and it's like, "Well, maybe, maybe a bit," and like color palette, art style, whatever. But it's like it really plays more like Tarkov, especially with the movement, because it's like, yeah, you can you can sprint fast, but you got to manage your stamina, and you know, you, you you got a lot of weight. You know, I've been dropping my backpack, dude. Like it's actually felt like it's been pretty important because you drop your backpack, and all of a sudden that whole weight's gone. Yeah. Um which I don't know if that's something they really intended, but it's and the other thing I've noticed too, a couple things I noticed with the movement, if you sprint forward, jump, and then do like a nine degrees turn, you get you basically move pretty fast, essentially. Um so I've been doing that and I again I don't know if that's intended because technically it should be moving it's kind of a... I don't know if it's an engine thing, because it's on the Unreal Engine, but it's basically a, a trick jump in a sense. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you you keep all that momentum. I don't think you change directions, like you don't curve. You just keep that initial direction, but that speed that you get from that sprinting and jumping is pretty significant. Um, the other thing I noticed... Go ahead.
0: No, I just said interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the other thing I noticed was... When you reload, your speed is cut. Like, if you try to s- reload and sprint, it's not as fast. Which I liked as well, because that was all... Like, I was like, you're fighting a guy, right? And he's got full stamina. So he immediately he runs away. And like you said, he's quite fast when he's running away. So you gotta chase him down. I'm like, well, I already shot a couple shots. Let me go ahead and reload and sprint at the same speed. But that wasn't the case. So it's like, okay, so there's a trade-off here. I can chase this guy... And if I reload, I'm not going to get the full speed. But if I don't reload and chase this guy, he could be waiting on a corner and I and I don't have my full magazine. So I, li- I like that, you know. E- even though it was frustrating at first, I liked it in the end.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it because I've tried to do that that classic. Because, you know, you, you basically go into this game and you mm-hmm. play the way that you play EFT, right? And that's right. the way you do. And then, when, <laughs> yeah. and then when things like when the bat of the game hits you in the face <laughs> and says, no, that's not how this game works, then you, like, then you change what you're doing, right? And I've been trying yeah. to do the same thing, and it's like how to fight with a guy in this kind of swampy area peeking over like the the lip of one of those like big sort of flat round like mushroom platform things yes shooting at the guy and as soon as my clip's done i'm like duck out the way reload like try to sprint back and then i'm going to sprint back forwards again but i was like oh no my speed's like super low (laughs) so i'm like trying to get out of the way and the guy's still firing at me but i'm like reloading so i can't really i can't get away that quickly or as not as quickly as i thought i was going to be able to get away so it's going to take some um it's going to take some kind of like retraining i think just to to get that in so i'm not sure yet whether i like that or not i don't i don't know i actually don't yeah. know whether whether it's good or not yet um which yeah i mean it's just interesting but it's funny because like yeah people have said oh this doesn't this look like apex and like i actually don't think that that's um i actually don't think that that's any big criticism to be honest with you because i do think that it plays quite differently to apex mm-hmm. as you said and it's quite blatant if you play the game but it is very different in terms of movement and all that kind of stuff but some of the things that I didn't end up getting on with Apex kind of because of Time to Kill and some of the other stuff in the game. It's just not really my preference. Like, the game's actually completely fine, by the way. Like, it's just my personal preference is not for games like that. And that's that's okay. But when I first played Apex, I was drawn in kind of by, like, it felt epic and felt really cool. And you go in with the three and you, like, land down and stuff. And, like, some of that, actually, I feel in this game, too. You know, you go in the pod and, like, it feels super, super sick to actually, like, enter raid and stuff. And it's just, like, it feels great. (laughs) And I think it looks quite good, too. I, I actually quite enjoy the art style. And it looks polished and it just has like that. It's cartoony, yes, in a sense, but in some, sometimes that like looks better in some ways than realistic, but like not done as well, even if it's like maybe less taxing on the engine because you're not like, because it's an alien world or something, you're not like expecting anything necessarily. So you're not like, oh, well, that looks bad or oh, that looks bad. You know, it's like on, they change the shadows on Tarkov and you're just like, I can see the grass like flickering in the distance, like really weird. but like that just wouldn't be the case in this because there isn't like you know a high high fidelity grass or whatever is like off in the distance. It just does it's just not the way that the the game and the art style is like portrayed, and so it sort of like feels nice to be in that world. Actually, I, 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 I don't know some of the like when it's all like sunny and stuff. Like it actually feels really quite like open and airy and like the fields stuff. I, I I actually really enjoy it. I think it's nice. I think it's I think cool. it looks I
1: mean, really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then combined with like the space theme as well. Like, I'm a big sci-fi fan. Like, people who've been following my channel, I do reference it every now and then. Um, and I, I absolutely adore sci-fi, and I love the space station and yeah. like the drop pod and and everything. Like, it feels it feels great. I actually love the world building they've done. Like, even if you if you look up in the station, there's like all sorts of stuff. There's like you know little like shuttles of like ships going past yeah. and that kind of thing. And like small details, but like it kind of enriches the world and makes it feel good. Um, I just think there's there's a lot of potential for this um and lots of things they could do in the future which i don't know whether they're in or not but they've talked about you know boss raids hard raids you know that kind of stuff but they could do all the things that we've talked about before right about mm-hmm. like different maps with like different elements in this, you know, like an easy map which is just like what we've played so far a hard map yes. which is the same map but it's like there's a special event going on or whatever like they could do all that in this quite easily there's lots yeah. of things they could do um and also their twitter game is on point I don't know if you've been on on their, on their Twitter, but they're like responding to everybody. They've got all the memes. Yeah. Like it's it's funny. It's it's funny. So they, they seem to be building a good community too. So like, I really hope that they they do well. I really do because it'd be nice to have a game like this alongside EFT because like right now I feel like I just don't play anything else. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't necessarily want to. I mean, I love Tarkov, but it it's nice to have something to kind of like let off some steam and like play something with a few different mechanics and, You know, who knows? It might even give BSG some ideas of stuff that they can do within Tarkov. Like, it may not, you know, they're not going to just, like, rip ideas straight off, but some things could be inspired. You know, this is inspired by that. And then, you know, these things feed back into each other over time. And we know that Nikita is always looking for other ideas, and he never wanted VoIP, but now he does. So who knows what other things could end up entering into the game um, based upon that. But even still, in in the short term, it's just like, yes, awesome to play. It's been super, super fun. Enough of the Tarkov mechanics to make it interesting, but different enough to
1: but also feel make it fresh. interesting. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's the word I use when I first play. I was like, this feels fresh. It doesn't feel cheap like a clone because we've talked about the the um sorry, not PUBG, but the EFT mobile clones. And I'm sure yeah. there's some other clones from um but yeah, this it yeah. Before we talk about sort of the potential and you know what sort of speculates on the game itself and how, where it might land in the gaming world um was there any other gameplay mechanics you wanted to talk about and discuss
0: oh what else what else was there to discuss that we talked about? We talked about like the weapons we didn't really talk about weapons modding too much, but that's kind of it's it's fairly basic, I would say, yeah, we talked about the traders we talked about like the entry and exit mechanics.
1: Hmm. I guess a couple of things I'll comment on while you think is you know they sure. got like jackets which I love and like safes and and briefcase mm-hmm. from like Tarkov inspired and then apparently there's keys like I I've found a there
0: were locked rooms, yes.
1: This is Yeah. True. I found a lab or sorry, a labs a jander <laughs> closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found a jander's closet key. I believe it goes to the other map which I haven't played yet. Um but, and I've noticed on the, the starter map that there's all these different colored key, like there's a purple colored key in this one area. There's a white one I just found on top of a tower. There's one by like the mining station in the top right portion of the map. Um, and the, yeah, it's it's interesting because the key weighs one one weight, I guess. I, I, is it kilograms that they use for the metrics? I don't know, but I don't know. You know yeah, you, So you put it in your container, but I mean, again, that's one, sorry, your safe pockets, that's one weight. Um, and because of how the weight system is, like, most of the stuff is like 10, 5, 3, 2, 1, you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I got this one, I got this three, uh, I got this other three, okay, I need a two, you know what I mean? To, like, fill up your container, you have to, like, sort of do these little different things. So it's kind of, I kind of like that, because it's not just, like, I found the key it goes into the key tool that's, you know, can hold a bunch of different keys. You know what I mean? It's just like an expanding container. So I like that. It's like, I got to like reorganize my container to like fit these things that I value. Um, But um, yeah, so there's, I'm, I'm interested to see that what's the deal with that, because if it's like you could find like just amazing loot in there, then it might kind of present an issue with like, 'Cause you'd have to find those keys. You couldn't buy them right with money. You just it's kinda of like yeah, we were so with crafting. Yeah. It's a bit like trying to find the quest
0: keys now, you know?
1: Right. I'm not I'm not too sure about that, but I I imagine it's more of like a perk thing. You know, like you found the key, you can put it in your container, you if you want, you could leave it out, if not. But if you go back in the raid and you put it in your container, it takes away from that storage you can hold and now maybe you get a little bit of extra loot um to potentially get out with i i don't know maybe it's just more containers to loot from because that's the thing right they have like loose loot and then containers Mm. which i'm not i guess loose loot is more static like i noticed some of the outskirts of the map like the the brown sandy beach um the, the vaccine labs and the the science campus has a lot of like metal stuff that's loose industrial mm-hmm. stuff where it is like um you know the there's like the woodcutter place that has like if you need wood that's the place to go because there's just wood it's everywhere so much. Yeah. yeah yeah which I don't even know what it's used for if anyone knows send me a DM because I got a plenty I'm holding on to them <laughs> I'm like these I know one I day i up. yeah yeah I was like well I don't know what these are for man so i am just stop looting them yeah but um yeah it's it's interesting the other thing I was going to comment on was talking about the raids and i lost it i don't remember so if you got anything go for it <laughs> Just lost
0: okay it. so so the uh, the two other things that um that i've re- reminded myself of while you were you were speaking then mm-hmm. was one which is super quick which is just like the OST. i just love oh, the yeah, music yeah. Of this game yes it's so good it reminds me of like firefly the tv show and it reminds uh-huh. me of starcraft 2 it's that mm-hmm. kind of um it's always the same. It's kind of like, you know, sl- you know, like kind of scrappy kind of humanity on the outskirts of space. Yeah. Like anything like, like that with the kind of, I don't know, that that style of like OST always just appeals to me very greatly. It, it reminds me a lot of, of Starcraft 2, which I, I really like. Um, and the other one, which we kind of like because we touched on it, but we didn't really go into depth with it at all. was about uh, was about the extracts themselves, uh, yeah. about how they're like sweaty AF when it's like depending on exactly who's around right because like you go mm-hmm. near the extract you press the button and then one minute later <laughs> the dropship appears like in the most obvious possible way of all time so everybody knows where you are and yeah, then you have to sit there for point. 20 seconds inside the dump or nearby and run in or, or whatever like I, I kind of came to the conclusion that fighting from inside the dropship is probably better because like you're protected. Like somebody could deny your entry if you didn't, if you weren't in it and you wanted to run in at the last minute. Yeah. Um, that they could deny your entry more easily. I've I've figured that they're kind of defensible. I haven't really, I haven't like been grenaded in there or anything. So maybe that's a problem, but yeah. I haven't really been like, I had a, I've had a couple of scraps around the dropships, like one or two where it was like, I've actually had more, like more than one or two where I've like pressed the button because I'm in a fight and I want to leave and then i couldn't figure out how to get to the top and i've like been in a firefight and like run in at the very last second because i couldn't find the stairs because look quite a lot of the time you can call them in from like quite far away and then you're less like wait there's a cliff here and then you have to like go all the way around because yeah the for calling in is like slightly bigger and i'm like this is so intentional this is such a tease um this is like such a meme like it must be they must have known they're like oh fine we'll let them call it in here but you have to go all the way around because it's like either a ramp or like it's at the top of a building and like there's a wall so you can't get through and i'm like oh my god Um, and there's a couple of times like only one time where i got really like camped where somebody was well not not camped the wrong word but i got stalked i would say so i called down the, the drop ship and someone was like waiting and i saw them first but they had better gear than me so i couldn't fight them off and I was, they were between me and the ship. So I couldn't get in. And I was like, hmm, would I have been better off inside? I think you're probably better off fighting inside because all you have to do is like hold them off and not die. Yeah. To, when you're inside. Because um, it's kind of a cool mechanic. Like as soon as the ship leaves, I was surprised that that extract like didn't kind of disappear for you or like move or something. But you could just call the same dropship in again. So yeah. You don't really lose anything. And you could even bait people, right? Call a dropship in and then wait. Yeah. Just chill out nearby, see if anybody comes to try and pick you <laughs> off, and then you shoot them from afar and take their stuff and then leave anyway because your dropship's like, you can just call another one in straight away. I almost, I don't know, I was surprised that that was a mechanic. And I almost thought that I don't know whether that might end up getting changed like later down the line to stop mm-hmm. people doing shenanigans or at least like putting a bigger call, like, oh, that dropship's not ready for like another five minutes now. Like, you can't just instantly call the same dropship down right. back in the same extract. It seemed a bit strange. So, I wasn't sure about that, but, like, yeah, I I do like that. Again, it's, like, those feel like the most dangerous parts of the map to me. It's not even about, like, cause, and it's less frustrating. It's not just, like, extract camping. It's just, like, you're really obvious. It's a bit like the reserve alarm every single time you do it. Like, everybody knows you're trying to leave because the, the huge ship arrives. Everyone on the map can hear it. They can see where it's going and then lands and then sits there. You have to get in. Like, I think it's good because it makes you... It makes you really tense to just try and leave at the stuff you've got. Um, and I think it's a really, really fun mechanic. But I also, because of the way that it's like extracts all around the map, you don't know where anybody could be going, you can't really extract camp either. So it's kind of opportunistic. Yes. And very somebody opportunistic. couldn't sit there purposefully, really. Like you could sit there, but you'd be there for ages because there's so many different extracts. That's a um, good point. So I don't think X-ray camping really is potentially a thing, but you could, you could like sort of be near the edge, I guess, and just like chill out and wait. Sure. And as soon as you see a drop ship, you could sprint at it, but it doesn't feel quite as like gnarly as extract camping in EFT, where you can just literally sit in a bush because you know, someone has to be there. Like at least you have to like run a bit to get there. So you're probably there at the same time as them. And then it maybe feels a bit more fair. They might be inside the drop ship. They've kind of got cover automatically. You know that kind of thing, but I do know that you can steal someone else's dropship. So if someone yeah. calls it in, you can just get you can just leave through theirs, even if it's not yours. Which that, is which is super cool.
1: That was my first raid. Is I was playing, and I think I saw that you could potentially steal people's extracts. And I was like, you know, I have my shotgun, I have my pistol, and I had some loot. I'm like, dude, there's extracts coming. Let me just try it. Let me just yolo for it. So I go in with my shotgun. I'm fighting him, and we're like fighting inside the ship, and. I noticed that this ship, like, it's a really small space, and then there's these crates in the middle, so I thought, maybe I'll duck behind it, and I'll get cover. Well, like, you get half cover, so now only my head's shot, I'm like, okay, this is not good. (laughs) So, after some real shenanigans inside the ship, I kill him, I try to loot him, I get, like, a couple things from his backpack, and then I extract it, I was like, that was so much fun, dude, that was awesome, and I thought that I stole his extract, meaning that it's gone. You know what I mean? Like I, I was under the assumption that your extract, like you, like you kind of allude to, like you get one chance, you call it in, you take it. If someone else takes it, like you, that you got to go to the other extract that you have, you know, which I'm not sure how I feel about the system. Like, I think I thought it would be more interesting that someone could steal your extract. Like it would be an incentive for them to go and fight. Like I see the ship coming in, you know, I have an extract over here. There's one over here. Let me steal this guy. That guy gets stolen. It sucks. He has to go to a different extract. Like, I don't, know. maybe I'm just like a, a fiend for some real punishment from a video game. But, um, I thought in, and it's interesting too, because there's no raid timer. So like the raid never ends. So you don't have this case where you're saying for extract camping, like, you know, It's like, yeah, I know that this pad with the lights is an extract. I could sit here, you know, at a certain point because I can see the timer ticking down, whereas this game doesn't have that. So like, yeah, I could sit here. And I'm sure eventually someone's coming along, but I don't like it's not like the last ten minutes I start tense you know, I like, okay, let me close my book I'm reading, let me get ready for this, you know, guy coming to extract. You know, it's a little different in that sense. But yeah. um Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. It really, it really is. Again.
0: Nah, it really, it really is. It really is something. Yeah, that was it in terms of mechanics. I think that's, that's okay. a fun one. But dude, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's been good. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun actually. It's been exciting.
1: Yeah. So interesting to play. have you played of, all solo? Um, I did play a little bit of group. Okay. I played. So I played go-
0: all solo for now.
1: I played with um ghost and one of his mods uh, which was fun okay it kind of you know what it kind of feels like it feels actually pretty chill because you're just like hey what's up guys let's just run around shoot some bosses loot here like it just kind of it's kind of a different experience you know which of course that puts your guard down and you just get absolutely wrecked you know it was we had some real shenanigans like so the classic like is that you is that you because we didn't realize that your character when you're in a squad your character's teammates Silhouette, it's like an outline, is there? Yeah, yeah it's like a blue. A behind stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, that was, um, um,
0: that is an interesting thing, actually. Again, this is kind of comes back to what I was saying about like the game. I I sort of touched on it, but didn't say anything about it, which is like the game is not a hardcore game, despite it being Tarkov like mechanics. In that there is a crosshair, there is a HUD, you have ally indicators, you know that this kind of thing. Like it's not not hardcore in that sense. Like you can still have an extract looting. Permadeath, you know, or not permadeath, but you know, lose your loot on death kind of game without it being like hardcore like EFT. And in that way, in some ways, it feels like you're almost more, because dis- like Tarkov kind of balances, like one thing that I think it does well is that Tarkov balances solo versus squad, because in squad, you have to be like meticulously careful with your communication and stuff. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it ends up being more of a hindrance than a help having more people. And that's, there's actually quite a high skill cap on that to be able to, because like a three man that's working really well can just clean up in EFT um but you have to be talking properly and communicating well and know each other know each other's gameplay that kind of thing whereas i almost feel that like not that it's too easy in the cycle but like it is a lot easier to do that and i feel that that like enhances the power of the squads a lot more i'm glad it's three cap i thought it was five to begin with but it is three you're right yeah um thank goodness to be honest because like i just don't think i would be able to and I actually watched a bit of Landmark playing, and he was just like, dude, this game is really rough. If you're playing against... Like, if you find anybody who's geared in any way and you're playing against three-man on your own, like, Landmark can kill for 3 man's no problem in EFT because of the, the time to kill is so low. Exactly, um, yeah. And this is, like, this where it purely comes down to kind of, like, time to kill and, like, the potential for just, like, bond-tapping people. It's just not mm-hmm. here in this game. So you're kind of, like, limited on, like, mag size and that kind of stuff. And it's, like... It's, it's harder when the, when the kills are longer, slower like the three man gets more and more of an advantage like the longer that goes on for um yeah yeah so I, I don't know it's it's a yeah it's an interesting one i don't know whether squads maybe like a bit powerful because of that like you don't have to worry about like knowing which other are and stuff so like a lot of the issues that make it harder in talk to communicate like that the reason why so many people do play eft solo are kind of taken away and so as you said it's kind of chilled you're like going around you know with with your met with your buddies you know you like spot one guy, oh, it's boys, you know, you will go over and just, like, club the guy who's playing Sally to death, and then just, like, take his stuff, and then carry on.
1: Well, it's, it's, I felt like it was more PvE oriented, playing the squad, because it's like, now, you could actually take on one of those big Jeff guys, because, yeah, as a solo, mm. you're doing, like, no damage, you know, yeah. but you got three guys, like, kind of like, and yeah, like, like you were saying, I felt I, there was a three-man, they were fighting mobs, you know, a bunch of a uh, Jeff, actually. And, you know, I saw they were taking damage. I was like, well, let me try to pick one off. I was like, and then they all just like turn heads and just fire at me. I take damage. So of course, I didn't kill them. So I run and they're already like voice channel. Like, come here. Oh, you done messed up, boy. We're coming to get you now. <laughs> so I'm sitting in a bush hiding, waiting for the. I call my evac to distract them, I'm waiting for them to go. So I have to sit there and wait. But I was sort of like, man. It's kind of unfortunate that even let's say I did pick off that one guy. I'm probably going to take damage. You know, I just have two guns pointing at me like it's really hard and sort of the way the maps are designed. I don't know. It's, it, it's, it'd be, it, it's kind of seems difficult to pick them off one at a time. Maybe you could with like some utilities, like the grenades and the smokes and the gas and the, the audio decoy. Maybe it'd be, I don't know. It, it seems pretty hard. It does seem pretty stacked against you and interesting enough i believe at one point unconfirmed that it was all solos um but they had voip so the idea was like you had to like group up for survival if you wanted to survive so i thought that was a little more interesting i kind of kind of missed that um
0: yeah yeah sounds that's that that does sound kind of cool no i I don't know i think it is a little a little stacked against especially things like I think even with the basic bolt rifle, you can't one-tap someone in the head if they're I wearing think a helmet, so. yeah. for example. Which is kind of like, yeah, it's just kind of tricky because that's the thing. It's like if you're in the right position and you spot a group of three in, in EFT and you've got like a scope on it or something, you can easily pick three dudes off before they can fight back properly. And that's what I mean kind of by like, you know, positioning and tactics against like, um against like a, yeah, crosshair placement and like aim. Because that's the thing in this, because you can't do the same damage within a short period of time as, as you can in, like, Tarkov, yeah, in, an, in a battle 1v3, like, you're going to lose that aim fight mm-hmm. because it just doesn't make, it just, it's so clearly stacked against you. It's only because of the low time to kill in, in Tarkov that, like, those big squad wipes kind of work anyway. You know, in Apex, you wouldn't expect to kill like three people on your own. Not really. I mean, you know, yeah, people not are wrongly, really. But, like, not not against other people who are like similarly matched. Whereas, like in Tarkov, you could you could genuinely kill three people who are all like as good at aiming as you are, but you just happen to be in the right place at the right time, and you've spotted yeah. them. They didn't spot you. or They weren't paying attention, or whatever. And then you can like you know you want you know, like you head tap two guys, and then it's a one v one v one, right? And you already know where the dude is, you know, and and you've still got like twenty eight rounds left in your Mac you know there's quite a lot of these like early maybe maybe it's also because we're using the early starter stuff because i've been using a lot of the pistols because interestingly they do a lot of damage actually and the the triple burst one um the one you mentioned before but the scarab is is really really nice really nice gun but it's only got what 15 rounds or something um yeah yeah so it's like by the time you've killed one guy like there's no way you're just going to like one tap a guy with a triple burst of it there's just no chance right right um Because even like yeah, even with like the M9 or something, like you can people aren't wearing face shields. You can tap people in the face is pretty easy, um, if you get you know if you get your shot right. So I don't know, it's it's weird.
1: At the same time, though, it does feel bad to get eat M61 from Jupiter. You know, a Tarkov reference. You know, it's just like it. They can. So in in this case, it's at least you get a fighting chance if assuming you have armor. And you get headshot, but I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a case where you do get one tapped, and and anyways. But um, yeah, removes the higher
0: tier stuff. Yeah, it does. It does remove that like insta death thing, which is like nice. So that's the thing. Like adds frustration it's in some places, off. but then removes yeah. some other frustrations elsewhere. Of like, yeah, you're running, and then you just get one tapped, and then you're you're just dead. So that's, that's... kind of gone. Because I had a couple of fights which were like. We both fought each other a bit, and I was just like, "Right, I'm leaving," and I just like left.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and which I kind of like, you know.
0: Yeah, I kind of like it, it too, and it's, it's a bit like it feels a bit more like early Tarkov, you know, early wipe Tarkov, because people can't hit each other because the guns have got so much recoil. Like yeah. no know, everyone's just got like a stock AKMS with the you know the fallout stock, and they're using PS ammo, and it's just like going everywhere, and you might hit someone in the arm and the leg, and they're just like, "We're going to pop one of them painkillers and I'm <laughs> out of here," you know. It's, it feels a bit more like that then later on yeah, where everyone's just like spraying down each other with like
1: 40 yeah and
0: lower recoil m4s with m855 a1
1: maybe it's just because the game is so new and so fresh but it mm. it does kind of bring back that early wipe survival feels where it's like you know i'm not just going in to see what will happen or how many guys i can kill i'm like i gotta plan a mission like dude i i would you know i'm gg's good firefight but i got 10 things of alloy I need for my upgrade in my hideout. You know what I mean? It's just like, you cut your losses. I I kind of like it. It does feel a bit more survivally.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, man, there's so many things to talk about. But the the one thing I did want to say in regards to TTK was Apex Legends. One thing that I didn't like was a lot of times, especially in season two, it was just like the war of attrition was the metagame. Like, you just like, you would like poke each other from like your respective buildings or defense stations and it's just like all right time to heal that back up like it was just it it feels like i could see in this game a squad of 3v3 it would probably be a bit more balanced and it would be more of like you know yeah i i took a sniper shot let me get back in the cover i'm healing this guy on you know team a was like hey i hit him with my sniper go push him so the other guys throwing grenades then they're fighting you know i could see it being a little bit more War of Attrition, sort of, like, strategic play. But as far as, like, 1v3, TTK, I just, I think it's going to be really hard, man. I think you're going to have to cut your losses most of the time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. It's uh, it's rough. I want to talk about, quickly, is... What do we think the potential of this game is? Because I don't know if you knew this or not, but the game originally was sort of a... Back in 2019, I want to say, was sort of an originally like a Battle Royale-esque looter shooter quest thing where you got points and you ranked. That's like how you won is like your points Uh that you the objectives you accomplish in the the match. Um, And so I guess the game didn't get much traction. I'm not too sure. And they sort of like, right, we need to like go back to the drawing board. And I saw in one of the devs' tweets, he actually tagged No Food After Midnight because No Food made a tweet. He was like, I guess I'm going to go make an ammo chart for the cycle now. (laughs) And the dev was like, Oh my God, dude. I hope you don't have to do that. We literally had to refer to your chart when we were doing our design documents for for our game, which I thought was just hilarious, dude. Like the whole (laughs) irony of everything. But um, yeah, what do you think? Does this game have staying power? Is it because I I do feel like it's still a hardcore game, but it's sort of like for the masses. You know, it's like very approachable. You know, it's 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 um not extremely hardcore. One thing we need to talk about was the insurance. I don't know what you think of it, but they have the insurance. They have the secure container. It seems like they have refined some of the things to make it more palatable, more approachable. Do you think this game has potential, like staying power? What are your thoughts?
0: I think it does because of the scope that they have to be able to do things that aren't possible in EFT. Hmm. So I think the the scope and the staying power of Tarkov is like its complexity, its depth, just the way it feels, which I don't think is going to be matched by another game really um, and its difficulty and its sort of hardcore and like how serious it is. But I feel that this game could do because... You can bring out, like, this, it all depends on how they do it, really. And it's they, But I think there's a universe in which it can become big and something that people play for a while. Because, it, again, it's sort of about content, but it's about them building content that replays, that people can replay and, like, build the story for themselves kind of thing. Like we said before, right, you want, you want people to be able to, like, make the content for themselves. And people kind of are doing that already with, like, the various upgrades and things. And there's that cycle of, like, you always want to be getting the better stuff. But because you always have to go and find it, there's always something to do to actually go and get it. I guess it's kind of the question becomes like, what do you do once you've got like all the legendary stuff? Like, well, yeah, maybe they have some kind of special maps with boss events. I I, just, I can just see them like being able to do like really complicated things. So it's like you have to go here and you have to get this item and you have to go here and you have to mm-hmm. get this item. And then like once you've collected all these things together, then you can like open a cave on like the hardest yeah. map. And in there there's like an end boss and it's just like... I don't know what that would do exactly, but, like, I can
1: just see... I can see that, yeah.
0: I can see lots of scope for things. Like, the Meteor thing just, like, blew my mind when it happened. Because I was like, this is just so cool. And the fact that they're doing this, like, now, um, there's, like, lots of ways that you can have, like, these kind of dynamic events that just feel, like, really neat in the game. I mean, I agree, kind of, at the moment that, like, I can see the game loop in what we have existing getting to the same place as EFT where people are like, okay, well now I know how to get all this stuff. I know how to get all the legendary stuff. I've sat on the map for, you know, 500 hours, just like shooting people and not mm-hmm. really looting them. Cause like, as you said, then they've all just got common items and that kind of thing or, or whatever. But I can just like know where all the spots are and I can kill people. Like then, then what? And that's kind of the same question yeah. people are asking of Tarkov. Like then what? Oh, well streets, but then, okay, fine. Or like a new map or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, you need something like self-sustaining for the game itself. But they're talking about like hard dungeons and super hard bosses and and that kind of thing. Um so I don't think it's things like the hideout and that stuff that will be sustaining because as we've seen in EFT, that doesn't really once you've finished it, like there's always an end to those. Right. And once you've finished it, then it's then that's it. It needs to be something within the game loop itself. By the way, I actually really love the name of the game. I don't know like <laughs> when the name like it's like so perfect
1: yeah for yeah. this
0: type of game i don't know even whether it was like as appropriate before as it is now right but it's like the cycle is like the game it's just like the loop right it's like you go yeah. in you loot, come out you go in you 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 upgrade your staff you go back in you come out you like it's just like it is, it is the cycle It's just perfect it's so good i love it i was like this is amazing when it kind of hit me that it was like so appropriately named um but yeah, it really depends on how they tackle those those issues. But I feel that like, just looking at the design choices that they've made so far, as you said, they basically looked at like every game and said, where's the issues? Where are the problems in all these games? And how do we resolve them? How do we creatively resolve them? And what's good about these games? We'll bring them in and use those ideas to fix issues that we've seen elsewhere. You know, crazy loading times. Okay, well, we'll have people you know, cycling in and out. Um, that kind of thought process, I hope, if they continue down this 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 path of reasoning will get them to something that is fun and cool and interesting and, and has longevity. I hope so. I would like there to be another competitor out there that's, that's fun and, and, and you know, it's, it's only for the good of all of us as gamers and, and yeah. players to have something that's interesting to play long term. Um, I don't, I don't want it to become boring, but I think I have to think carefully how to do it. I don't know the exact answer, but it could if they go the right way, but it also couldn't, you know, if they, if they don't do it the right way too.
1: I could see them going because the game's supposed to be free to play. Now that might change, but I'm sort of on the thought process that it will remain free to play because they're going to monetize microtransactions through cosmetics and the battle pass. And the thing about battle passes is they're sort of like seasonal things. And so if they decide, I don't know, but I could see them wiping with. Each new battle pass. It's like, hey guys, here's the new content. Everyone's been reset. You're gonna start the grind back up again. You're gonna start the cycle back up again, dare I say. And and like, yeah, there's this new end boss in dungeon. And it's sort of like this thing where it's like a revolving door. It's like, okay, I'll I'll come in and check out this game for a bit, check out what's new, check out the battle pass, maybe I'll buy it. Maybe I'll buy some skins, play some friends, we'll group up, we'll try to grind this like legendary gear to go do this thing. And then we're at in game and it's like, okay, yeah, we'll come back. And then they come back, same thing happens again and again and again. And so that, you know, that well dries eventually. I mean, all things, all good things must come to an end. But I could see the long-term model here, because it is free to play, because they are sort of like, since it's free to play, they're like, well, we gotta we gotta like make our money somehow. You know what I mean? We're running a business here. So let's do the 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 cosmetics. Well, like that's just like a one time thing. You know, you gotta put out new skins. They put out new skins. People are like, bro, where's the content? Like, fine, we'll do content. Yeah. Like it's just it sort of like helps feed them to keep the game going. And and I think they're invested in it because they tried one thing. It possibly didn't work out. They're trying this new thing. It's possibly working out. I don't know. It's so early to tell. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, like we said, the EFT streamers are really into it. But I Think I can totally see how your casual gamer is could be interested in it because man, that first raid, like you get that first raid feeling and it's tense. And when you get that first evac, it feels so good, man. It's just like you can't you can't replicate that feeling, you know. And it's it's nice, man. And, and once if it since it is, in my opinion, very palatable, you don't have like this like gritty hardcore you know, realistic that, you know, sort of like barrier that might turn off some people. It's very open, you know, I I don't know. I, I could see it, man. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm inter- really interested in this company. I think they're a German um, dev studio that are like a relatively small studio, but I'm very like, dude, as, as you said, the art is impressive. Like I was surprised, like, the LSS man i gotta have that thing on to get them extra frames because dude the game looks really nice really nice
0: and it runs like clockwork on my machine anyway
1: yeah it's not too bad it's not too bad when i'm streaming it's a little iffy but i played i played around some settings i think i got it to a decent performance so
0: yeah it's funny, man. It's just like, yeah, even thinking about things like, you know, you were saying about wiping and that kind of stuff. But I can almost even, like there's so many things that they could do. And this is the thing. There's so many things they could do. They have so much scope to do loads of stuff. Imagine this, right? They're gonna introduce mm-hmm. a new map, right? And a new map, oh it's on a okay. it's on a different world or something. But how do you get to the world? Well you have to get to the world as like a special event. This okay. is the cave we were talking about, right? So you have to collect the stuff. Okay. And you have event. Like, yeah. and you have to like, you know, I don't know, complete the portal or something. You go through some kind of like Stargate portal or whatever, you go through and then you're in the next the next like world or whatever you can't take any of your stuff with you so you kind of have to like rebuild Ooh. and the hideout is different there's a different tree tech tree but you have to start again so you can go back to the old world once you've gone through you can go back to the old world but you can't take any of your stuff with you and so it's wipes but it's on it's in a different place so maybe you have like a new stash over there you have to like rebuild just your you know quarters whatever yeah. I, don't, I don't know i was just imagining this this is really of, like, clever separate thing where you wipe but you don't wipe you know what i mean and it's not yeah. like we yeah. have like almost different accounts for different different planets or something. I don't know. There's just like a random thought that came to my That's mind. But like there's, you couldn't ever do that in Telkov. You see what I mean? Like there's just no way to fit that yeah. into the way that the game like you could do it technologically, but people would be like, why? This doesn't make sense. Or, you know, well how can I get back then? Like it doesn't matter. Whereas like if you've got like portals,
1: Right, right, and
0: it's just like where well, everyone's just like, oh, they just everyone just accepts it. Yeah, it's you know, like, it's oh, like,
1: sci-fi, like yeah it's like, yeah.
0: yeah, it's like oh, you can't take anything with you. Fine, it's portals. You know? Yeah, I know oh, about time creature. travel. Yeah, exactly right. Whereas yeah. in the EFT, just be like, oh, why don't they just take the train? or oh, BSG. You know, yeah. it's just it just wouldn't really work. So there's just so, there's so many things that they can do. I feel like yeah, in some ways, Tarkov's kind of its own worst enemy because the the game design and the law kind of um prohibits certain things from from happening whereas yeah in the, in this game you can do whatever the hell you like because who who is anybody to tell them that this is not how it works in the sci-fi universe or this is how it works in the sci-fi universe it's like crazy right there's going to be there's a lot less actually within sci-fi than there is um there is within kind of like a you know realistic hardcore military sim
1: yeah yeah yeah. That's actually really interesting. I'd, I'd be curious. Yeah. I would love to know what's in their, their plans. Cause that actually sounds pretty cool because you, you have the benefits like you're saying of the new wipe, you know, the, the fresh, that re sort of re chasing your tail again, you know? Mm. Um But you don't lose, it's still safe. It's still there. It's, you know, you're all your old progress is saved, guys, you know, because that's like the thing with the wipes is like, like half the people are like demanding a wipe, and then half the half people are like, "Ah, oh, how dare you wipe? I just got the golden pocket watch!" And it's like, "Oh man, I feel really bad for you," but at the same time, I'm like, "I really want to wipe," you know. So if you could keep both of those worlds, you have the best of both worlds. I don't know. That's interesting, man. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Cool. All right, we'll we wrap cool. it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's let's wrap it up. I think that I think that's good. But yeah, I'm having a good time with it me too man i'm
1: i'm excited to see the extended the testing phase that's great i mean i will say performance has been okay i've i don't know about you but i've had some rubber banding um not severe as i've seen from other people but it's fine yeah i've had
0: i don't it feels it doesn't it almost didn't feel like traditional rubber banding like network lag it felt kind of like something else where you go like you like you get stuck on an object and kind of go yeah like stutter on it or something yeah i don't know if that was like i don't maybe it was network i'm not sure like but it seemed always too great i don't know I'm no, I'm no expert so i'm not sure i'm just speculating sure, but sure yeah if they can iron out some of those little things then i like, can it it's very small so it's not it's not too bad the biggest problem that i have with the game is that in tarkov you hardly have a jump in this game you jump a lot and my jump button my space bar is broken and in literally doesn't bother me, except for there's like a couple of jumps that I can't make anymore because it's like yeah. too inconsistent. This game, you're like vaulting over stuff, climbing things, jumping constantly. I'm just like, okay, I really need to get this fixed. <laughs> <laughs> or rebind it or something. But no, I think, I don't know. It, it runs pretty well for for this, but I guess it's because it was another game and now it's something else. So a lot right. of these kind of technical issues have sort of already been ironed out because it was already yeah. in existence for a few years in another iteration. So in some ways, we've kind of got the benefit of that. and would Beta testing the 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 philosophy and the game design rather than like the implementation of like player movement, for example, which is nice.
1: It's nice. Um, yeah, and I think too, it's my hunch is it's a server issue because they were they servers did go down a couple times, and I just suspect that they just don't have enough um servers at the moment because they really weren't anticipating you know, 8,000 players to just yeah. all of a sudden log onto the servers. So it's, it's cool, man. Well, I hope, um, I hope everyone enjoyed this little slight divergence from our usual topics, but I, I personally am enjoying the game and I think it's really interesting and, and such a fun topic to discuss. And maybe we can see some good old competition sort of help build BSG up and their efforts and also um I mean clearly they are were inspired by Tarkov you know I mean clearly like it's just yeah it's a safe pockets you can't say it any other other way that's Tarkov baby you know what I'm saying so I I think yeah. it's great man and it's, it really exactly. speaks volumes to what BSG has done um just I mean it's just insane because they're just some no name studio you know in indie dev like hey we're going to go make a Make a super hyper hyper realistic game, guys. Which is luck, you know. It's just yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's cool, and I think it's good for Tarkovers to watch and see. And there's, a, as I said, there's a reason why there's every other, every Tarkov streamer under the sun is playing this game because it appeals to basically all of us because it's got the same mechanics that we know and love.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: it's useful to at least be aware of what's going on with it because even if you don't like this one. You know, there's a pathway that's forming. Like, I think people and de- and studios in particular were finding it difficult to replicate what is Tarkov for, you know, for them and rather than just, like, cloning it doing something else. And this is actually done well. Um And it kind of, like, is slowly laying that path for other games of a similar type. So it's it's useful, I think, for anybody who plays Tarkov and likes that gameplay to watch this space, even if you're not going to play, because it gives us insights into game design alternate things yeah. you know, ways the game could play out stuff bsg could do in the future and that kind of stuff so i still do think even though it's a bit of a departure i think it's um i think it's i think it's very relevant for for all of us
1: yeah i i mean yeah i almost dare say this is like how we had there was a battle royale mod for daisy um which was at the time an arm of two or armor three mod i can't keep up there's a youtuber named soviet wobble who has like a, a diary or like a log of all the different daisy mods that are like i guess it's Armor mods technically and then what sprung from that it's just like it's crazy but so yeah you had like the daisy battle royale mod and you had PUBG, which was like sort of like the first big spike and then you had the next big spike was like fortnite that was like the massive sort of like what brought it to like everyone like who doesn't know about Fortnite, you know despite how it's such a meme like oh Fortnite, Fortnite, but you know (laughs) it's cool man i think it's cool and i feel like we might see something similar like maybe sort of like this tarkov was like the first this might be the the second and then something else might come along it'll just be like the main the mainstream version of the tarkov game mode or whatever you want to call it the extraction game mode i don't know so yeah yeah exactly Cool guys, well uh thanks for tuning in everyone, appreciate the support and um yeah, we'll catch you next week guys. Back to some Tarkov.
0: That's later everyone. Bye bye.